Thank you, Jesus. We live in unprecedented times, and I'm aware of that. I don't intend to talk a lot about that uh, beyond today because I believe that God has things to say to us that will help us through any situation. But we live in a time where selfishness should have no place in our lives. And uh, we live in a time when uh, we need to be conscious of those around us and we need to be aware of the needs of people in our church and in our family. Amen. I, I, I know that you're aware if you've gone to the grocery store, the panic that has stricken our country and um, people are buying things up, grabbing things that uh, I don't know when they're going to use it all, but they've got it. And uh, there are people that need things that they can't get. So here's what we need to do in hours like this. We need to be selfless. If you've got extra and you know somebody's in need, why don't you share what you have? God's going to take care of you. Amen. I believe we need to be conscious. I believe this is an hour when as a church we need to share our resources and help those that are in real need. And if we find someone in need of the basic things, please let us know. We need to network like we never have networked before and make it work for good, not for evil. Amen. We need to check on others, pray for others. Most importantly, we need to pray every day. We need to pray every day, pleading the blood of Jesus over our families, over our lives. Brother uh, Twentier reminded me this morning after service that when God sent the plague to Egypt. He made a difference between his people and the Egyptian. Amen. And it came to the Egyptian, but it did not come to his people. I believe God can make that kind of difference for us today. Amen. I want him to make that kind of difference. But Brother Twentier reminded me, you can't live like an Egyptian and be blessed like a child of God. Amen. So let's be mindful of that. Uh, I would encourage you to stay connected and to stay uh, updated. We're going to be posting things throughout the week on our Facebook and our website uh, to keep you abreast of whatever you need to be aware of. And... Uh, we are making plans for whatever might happen. We're going to pray that God allows us to meet here continually. But if something happens and that changes, we're, have, we're making plans to uh, take care of our church family during that season. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know this. God's going to be with me every step of the way. I, have, I, I believe that. I am confident in that. And I refuse to live any other way. Psalms 137. Psalms 137. And then I would like to go. I didn't give this to our 
media team, but I'm going to go to the book of 1 Peter chapter 4 and Hebrews chapter 11. Psalms chapter 137, I'm going to read the first four verses. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they carried us away captives. And they required of us a song. And they that wanted us require, or they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. And Israel's response was, How shall we sing the Lord's song? In a strange land. First Peter chapter four. Verse number 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you as though you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you shall be glad, or you shall be glad also with exceeding joy. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing has happened. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he would have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. I want to talk to you tonight about how to live through strange places, how to live through the strange Amen. Everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I would like tonight to talk to you about strange things, strange places, strange events that take place in life. Sometimes life calls for us to walk through some inexplicable, hard to understand, difficult to discern places in life. Webster defines strange as an unexpected place 
what is unfamiliar, foreign, hostile, contrary to the expected and hard to explain. Strange is a place we are unaccustomed to being. It is a place where we are ill at ease. And yet we are all called on to live through some strange places. Hebrews 11 tells us that Abraham sojourned in a strange land. Acts 7 and 6 speaks of God's seed being the children of Israel as sojourning in a strange land. Our text refers to that strange land that they sojourn in. And Peter reminded God's people in his letter to the church that we are not to think it strange the fiery trials that are to try us as though some strange thing has happened to us. Some of you are walking through some things tonight that are unexplainable. Not just our present circumstances, not just the world condition that we are dealing with tonight, but some of you are living through some times that are hard to understand. They are unexplainable. They are foreign, and they even seem hostile to your life. Many times we question How could I be living in the will of God when there is so much that is unknown in my life? Words that describe the place in which we now live is strange, bizarre, unexpected, extraordinary, unusual, and they are unique. And yet all of us are called to live through such times As these. And I would come tonight and tell you that you need to do just that. You need to live through it, not die in it. Hallelujah. You need to live through it. It is a place to live through, not die in. I refuse to die in a strange place. This is not the place to give up. This is not the place to turn around and go back. This is not the place to quit. This is the time to go on. The times may be strange to us, but they are not foreign to God. And somebody said, amen. So how do I live in these strange times? In this life of faith that we are called to live. We are sometimes called to walk in strange Places, difficult, unfamiliar, uncomfortable. It may be a test of my faith. It may be a trying of my patience. It may be a learning process through which God is taking me. But whatever the reason for the strangeness of life at this moment, I should not despair. I want to talk to you tonight about the questions that often trouble our mind in such times as these. And the question that haunt us 
in the night when we are in these strange places. I want to challenge the assumption that you and I often make when we are in these strange places as if we cannot do anything about it. I have found in the word of God today the everlasting word I have found the promises of God and I have found an answer to these strange times that I am living in and I want to share that with you tonight. Hallelujah. How do you how do you live in a strange time and how do you live through strange situation? Peter said that you are to rejoice. Amen. Somebody say rejoice. That word means more than just to be cheerful. It means more than just putting on your happy face and acting like everything is okay. It literally means to be calm. If there's anything that needs to come into our hearts tonight, There needs to be a peace and a calm that comes into us because we know that the fiery trial that we are going through, though it may seem strange to us, is not a strange thing to God. And God is going to be with me every step of this journey. And it is my responsibility to rejoice in the Lord and give him my praise in those times when I cannot understand what's going on. Everybody say rejoice. Be calm. Amen. Be calm. Don't panic. That's what the world's doing right now. I've never seen such lunacy in my life. Seems like all the idiots have come out of the woodwork. Amen. I know that's not a good word to say in a front of all these kids, but that's about the best way I know how to describe the stuff going on in our culture, in our world right now. You'd think all of the, well, I won't, I won't go any further. But it's more than just being cheerful. It's more than just having a happy face. To rejoice in the Lord is to be calm. It is to be calm knowing that I am living in his presence And I am living by his power. The only reason that I am still standing here tonight is because I serve a powerful God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think. And so when I am living in strange places, I need to learn how to rejoice. I need to learn how to sing. But I need to learn how to be calm in those times and not be fretful and fearful and filled with worry. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, stay calm and carry on. Amen. Stay calm and carry on. Don't lose your head. Don't buy into the panic. Amen. Give me a nod at least. Hey, listen, I don't know what's going to happen. And you know what? I don't like to go without any more than you like to go without. But if I need to, or if I have to, I think I can suck it up and do it. 
I think I can be man enough to say, hey, you know what? If this is what I've got to live through, this is what I'm going to live through. But I am not going to sit around whining and crying about how bad times are. Hey, I know they're bad. The Bible tells me they're going to be bad and they're going to get worse. But when light is, or when evening time has come, I'm not looking for more darkness. I'm looking for the light that's going to shine at evening time. Come on, clap your hand to the Lord and give him a little praise right now. Abraham teaches me that when you're in a strange place, you walk by faith and not by sight. You walk by faith and not by your feelings. Amen. Now, we got a lot of feelings going on here tonight. Some of you just don't feel like worshiping. You don't feel like, I I just feel so drugged. I feel so down. I feel so... You know what? We need to get over our feelings. I'm not going to let my feelings determine what I do when I come to the house of God. I have a responsibility to worship him. I have a responsibility to praise him. He gave me life so that I could praise him. So when I come into this house, I'm not going to let my feelings dictate to me what I should be doing in this place. I'm going to live by faith. I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to serve him in faith. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. When you're in a strange place like Abraham, you have to live by what you already know, not what you're being fed at the moment. Man, some of you've overdosed on the news. Yeah, and you need me to tell you that because you need to back up and read the good news before you listen to the the bad news because the bad news isn't going to get any better, but the good news just keeps getting better and better and better because every day it shows me another page that's unfolding in God's plan of redemption and God is not surprised by what's going on in our world right now and neither should we be surprised if we really serve him we will make it through whatever comes to this world amen I don't know whether you believe in pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib. I don't care what you believe in in that. I I say I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to argue with you about whether it's going to be pre-mid or whatever. I just know this. Whatever God calls me to live through, I'm going to live through it. I'm not going to die in it. It's not going to overcome me. It's not going to depress me. It's not going to make me fearful. I'm not going to go hide in my little corner and wait for time to get better. They're not going to get better. What I am going to do is I'm going to rejoice in the Lord and I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to live in faith. Hallelujah. Last but not least, God teaches us something very powerful. I never have understood Psalms 137 in this light. 
When Israel was in Babylonian captivity, they were depressed. They were downtrodden. They were sad. And they wept. And the Bible said they had hung up their harp on the willow. That meant they had done away with singing. They saw nothing in Babylon worth singing about. Well, I have news for you. As a child of God, I'm not singing about what I see in Babylon. I'm singing about what I know in the Lord. And the Lord that allowed me to come here is the Lord that's going to bring me out of here. And so when I'm in a strange land, I want to know how to sing. I want to know how to rejoice. I want to know how to praise him. Because if there was ever a time I needed to do it, it's when I'm in a strange place. Amen. If there's ever a place that needed a song, the world we live in right now needs a song. It needs somebody that knows how to sing in the darkness. A singer recounts the misery of his captivity. And he is in this strange place. He is displaced. Things have gone terribly wrong in his life. Babylon was not his home. He didn't feel comfortable here. They were of the opinion that because they were not at home, they could not sing. And so their response to the request by the Babylonians was, how can we sing? And my question is, how can we not sing? How can I not sing? Because when you're in Babylon and you can still sing the song of the redeemed, you're telling your enemy something. You're telling your circumstances something. You're telling your situation something that you have not got the best of me. I may be down, but I'm not out. I may not be at my best, but I'm coming back. And the way I'm going to come back is I'm going to learn how to sing the song of the redeemed. In a strange place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know anybody that hasn't at some point in their life found the way difficult. It's not easy. Sometimes people think that because I preach the way I do, I don't have any battles and I don't have any struggles. But I have battles and struggles just like you. I have the choice every day I live of what's going to influence my day. What's going to influence my mood. What's going to influence my emotions. I have a choice every day. Do I let the bad news be the good news? Or do I let the good news be the good news? You see, the world can only see it going down. But as a child of God, I see it going in another direction. I see the coming of the Lord approaching. 
I see that time of promise coming to pass. And if there's ever a time that I needed to be singing my song, it ought to be in this hour in which I live because I am telling the world, I am not of this world. I am of another world. I have another purpose that I live by. I have other promises that keep me going. Amen. I don't care what President Trump promises you or what the Republicans or the Democrats promise you. Most likely they're not going to be able to fulfill their promise. But God always fulfills his promise. And when you're in a strange place, that's the time you need to sing the loudest. When you're in prison and it's midnight. Oh, yeah. That's when you need to know how to sing the most. When you've been put as far back in there as they can put you. They can't get any further back. They put him in the inner prison. But I have news for you. You can never put any child of God too far back in the darkness that they can't reach out to the light. You may shackle my hands. You may shackle my feet. You may put me in a dark place, but you can't shut up my mouth because when I open my mouth, I have opportunity to connect to another world. When I begin to praise God, I begin to connect with another world. And when I connect with that world, this world begins to change. Hallelujah. You can sit around all you want to, moping and whining and crying about what is not right. Yeah. And not one thing's going to change about your situation. But if you can learn how to sing at midnight, that song at midnight can change your circumstances. When he began to sing, when they began to sing and pray, something happened. God's world moved into his world and the foundation started moving and the doors sprung open. Uh, oh yeah, you just, they, they just think they have you where you can't do anything. Hey man, sometimes we get stuck in temporary places and we act like they're permanent. I'm going to tell you something, church. I don't know. It may get a thousand times worse tomorrow than it is today. It may. But I am not living, waiting on it to get worse. If it gets worse, I know how to live through worse. If I have to, I can live through worse. But what I want you to understand is that this is a temporary thing. It will not last forever. It will not go on. It's either going to bring us to the end of this thing called time and usher us into eternity or it's going to pass off the scene and life is going to go right on. Whatever the case is, it is a temporary situation. Don't make it a permanent thing in your life. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, stand with me. Amen. They argued they couldn't sing. 
because they were in a strange place. They were uncomfortable. They were out of their element. They were far from where they wanted to be and where they liked to be. Life can sometimes put you in places like that. But it never can put you in a place that you cannot by simply lifting your voice and opening your mouth contact another world. Hallelujah. How could they sing in such a place like this? How could they not sing? Amen. This is what I've learned about singing in a strange place. Singing in a strange place tells Babylon that they have not won. Amen. When you can sing in times like these, you're telling times like these, you're not going to win. 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 Hallelujah. Don't let it take your song away from you. Praise speaks of a loyalty that nothing can break. To sing meant that they might have been down, but they were not out. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. There are times when we just have to draw down the blinds of our mind to the present circumstances. And we have to open the windows of our soul to another world. Amen. And I believe these are the times that we're living in right now. If anything's going to influence me over the next few weeks and months, I want it to be God. I want it to be his word. I want it to be his world. Amen. I want it to be his plan. I want it to be his promises. I want it to be his purpose. To sing in such an hour as this proves that my life is not captive to my circumstances. Amen. Because I am a child of God. Amen. When I go through the waters, they will not overcome me. When I go through the fire, (laughs) it will not burn me up. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Amen. No matter where you are, You're still a child of God. No matter what kind of strange place you have to be living through, you're a child of God. You know what I've learned about praise? Praise is what helps keep my faith alive. Amen. Faith, it has to have a source and praise helps keep my faith alive. Amen. You need to let the devil know tonight. He hadn't won. He's not going to win. Amen. I, I am not going to be a part of the number that scripture describes in this hour as their hearts failing them for fear. Amen. Why? Because I know who's orchestrating all of these things. And I know that when it's all said and done, there's going to be a call. There's going to be a trumpet sound.
there's going to be a lifting. There's going to be a moving to a better place. And I want to be a part of that. Oh, yes. Ah, yes. I may be in this place right now, but God has not replaced me. (laughs) Amen. So if I go through some fire, don't think it's strange. Don't, Don't act like it's impossible to live through. When you're called... To, to sojourn, to, to live through, to travel through some strange things. Just keep walking. Walk by faith, not by sight. Let God be the one who directs you. Put your emotions in time out. Yeah. Put your emotions in time out. Say, hey, hold, hold on a second. Oh, oh. You don't rule me. I rule you. Oh, yeah. Come on, church. Amen. I'm sick. I'm tired of the fearfulness that I feel slipping into so many people's lives. Choking the very life out of them. You know what you need to do tonight? You need to just throw your head back, open your mouth, and just sing. Amen. Even if it's not in tune, sing anyway. Amen. Let the world know. Let the devil know. Let God know. I'm alive tonight. I am not dying in this situation. I am not going to let it take me down. I'm not going to let it depress me. Come on, praise him right now. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. I, I want us to come to church to, as a church family. Come on, everybody. Amen. Everybody come right now, very quickly. We're not going to keep you for just a few more minutes. Hallelujah. I am not afraid. Oh, Lord. I am not afraid. I refuse to sit around whining and crying about how bad the times are. Oh, God, I'm not going to live in fear of touching something or having something touch me. Oh, Lord, I'm not going to live in fear. Oh, Lord, I'm not going to live in fear of what might be. Because I know what will be. God will be with me. He will be. He will be. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, Lord, I am not afraid.